Hi, I'm Brandon. I love Amazon Prime Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Amazon Prime Christmas movies. I'm Alonzo, and the bar just got raised real high on Amazon Prime Christmas movies, and this is the Deck the the Hallmark Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's this podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. Hope you like this jolly podcast. Well, hello, everybody. Oh, boy, oh, boy. My goodness gracious. We're almost to July, Brand. It's the last week of June. You've been insufferable. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I have, in fact. Home Reviews and Mysteries is playing Christmas movies right now. Frickin'. Yeah, they are. Losing my mind. Yesterday was Leon Day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Special yeah. special Leon Day Shout Christmas out. morning. Catalyst. I got Yeah, I don't get that, but the whole I get why it's a big deal. It's a very big deal in my heart. I don't understand calling it Leon Day. Like I know where it came from. I just don't get the appeal. Uh, it turns out there was actually a pro baseball player named Leon Day, so I'm sure his fans get very confused. <laughs> yeah, Leon Day, let's go! Every June 25th, he's just like, what is going on? I had the spike this of Google. Ha- this is happening again. Uh, well, it's great to be here today. I will say, before we started recording, um, Dan asked for a Topo Cheek. Chico and you so, did and you I did Topo, Topo Chico, Chico like Popo Chico from yes the Santa Claus yes and you just mentioned Alonzo just flippantly off-handed. you guys don't even know the original reference and we were like yes we do the Santa, Santa Claus. Claus Tim Allen mm, yes. no you no. watch yourself so and then we're like so he's doing a bit there can you please inform us yeah the help. bit the, let me let me footnote this for the kids uh, the bit that Tim Allen is doing which I guess even by the 90s was already kind of like an old uh, reference uh, there was a, a a beloved Italian puppet named Topo Gigio who was a recurring guest on the Ed Sullivan show which wow. was a very popular variety show I know what the that, Ed Sullivan show is uh, Alonzo, don't come on well, th- to be fair, Brandon, no, no, know, to be fair, no, you're right, yet. you're right, you're right. I'm sorry, Thank I should, okay, I should stop be interrupting me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Ed Sullivan Show was a very popular variety show that aired on Sunday nights on CBS. He was a longtime like entertainment columnist, and everybody did Ed Sullivan. Like the Beatles made their U.S. TV premiere on the Ed Sullivan Show. It was a huge, huge like everybody. The world stopped to watch Ed Sullivan on Sunday nights. And Topo Gigio was this puppet that like people loved that it would it would show up a couple times a year. And so Tim Allen is doing an Ed Sullivan voice saying Topo Gigio and and because Ed Sullivan was a very had a very distinct way of speaking. And so whenever you see like an, an old comedian talking about, like, we've got a really big shoe for you tonight. You know, they're doing Ed Sullivan. That's the way he <laughs> spoke. So Tim Allen is making an Ed Sullivan reference. But of course, for the children of the 90s, Ed Sullivan is like ancient history. So y'all just thought this was a Tim Allen joke. So I knew a lot of the Ed Sullivan history, you said. I did not know about Topo Gigio, and I did not yes. pick up he was doing an Ed Sullivan joke. But like when Robin Williams does uh, in, in the Genie and, and Aladdin when he's like direct from the lamp I know he's doing an Ed Sullivan bit there I just didn't catch this one I've been to the Ed Sullivan theater yeah, twice. There you something. go. Yes, yeah. named for him. That's where he shot the show on on yeah. Sunday nights. I and, saw and, I saw a live uh, Letterman there, and I saw a live Colbert there. 
Very cool. So yeah, so like you'll you'll see him work into more recent movies, like Down with Love, for instance. There's a scene where um, Judy Garland goes on the Ed Sullivan Show and promotes Renee Zellweger's book, and so they you know they work in the footage and the, that kind of thing. But yeah, I mean like Ed Sullivan was still on TV when I was a little kid. I think his show lasted to like 1975 or something, but. It, you know, it, it's just, it's that thing like when you watch old Bugs Bunny cartoons and they're doing jokes about like Humphrey Bogart, you know, and it, it's like the 20th century encompassed everything from vaudeville to the love boat, you know, and, and beyond. And and, uh, you know, you guys came in at the tail end of all that. And stuff. thank God Babylon was there to show us how it all worked. <laughs> <am> I, right? <laughs> I will say uh, I just saw I just saw still. From season two of the Santa Clauses, and for people like me that stuck with it and really enjoyed it, I'm excited. I did not finish season one. Me neither. Oh, you didn't either, Alonzo? No, it, I well, bailed, I bailed. Aaron <laughs> is over here beaming. Like It was really, it was, it was fun. It was not a good time. You guys mm. were wrong. No, we're not no. wrong. You're wrong. Oh, whatever. Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, what's that hole? No, it's not. Just keep keep walking, bud. Oh, just kidding, it is there. Oh, no, he's down for the count. I uh, hope to never see you again. Uh, your Christmas reminds me. Brian's down here. We're going to be just fine. Brian's down there in the hole too. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he said we didn't have diet you, coke. You, you told him to die in a hole yeah. earlier. I I don't want anyone to die in a hole. I want their them to live. You've told me to die no less than four times. In the you're last different. Hours. You're barely a person at live this point. A full life in a hole. In, in my <laughs> mind, right. yeah. you're just on the edge of being a real person. Like I, there's there's the, the, uh, sometimes you surprise me. That's right. Sometimes you surprise me. Well, you surprise me today with your Christmas or mine. Mm. Amazon Prime Video, December 2nd, 2022. And it went a little something like this. The movie starts and we follow a single snowflake from the sky floating on down to the ground. It is Christmas Eve Eve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Haley and James are young. They're in love. They're getting ready to head to their homes for Christmas. They're at the station and they're doing a whole thing. He hands her a present. They take pictures. It's wonderful. But James is like, what if you come with me? What are you doing in my train? And uh, she's like, that's, I don't, I would love to, but, so she's like, I gotta, gotta go. And she goes to, to head to her train. He tries to say, I love you, but it doesn't quite connect. And so as he is about to get on his train, he is, he's got this, the picture and he's like, you know what? I want to be with her for Christmas. So she's, he's like, forget it. I'm going to go run and get on her train. At the same time, she sits down in her train and she's like, you know what? Forget it. I like this guy. He knows me. He know I try to open this present on the train on Christmas Eve Eve. I want to be with this guy for Christmas. So she runs off the train and gets onto what she thinks is his train. And they both decide that they are going to do this and not try to find each other on the train. That would be too easy. This is going to be a surprise <laughs> situation. Too easy. It's going to be a surprise situation. We'll get off the train, and you'll be like, "What? You? Me? Yeah. Uh, what? We need some alone time." Popo Um, and so darn it, she gets off the uh, at his stop and realizes that she left her phone on the train. That's going to be tough, huh? And uh, she gets to James's house, and it's like a mansion in the country, and there's a guy outside the property with a gun. And uh, he gets to her house, and 
It's a nice, quaint house decorated for Christmas with inflatables and multiple colors and all these wonderful things. And walks in and sees her family that he's never met before. And they think that it's her walking through the door. It's not her walking through the door. It's just Rando. And they don't know him. And it becomes pretty clear that uh, they don't know that the, their kid is, is dating. Yes. Like, they, they don't know any of this. They don't know that their kids is dating. <laughs> they don't know that their kids is dating. Is That's exactly right. These kids is dating. These, these kids is dating. How you doing? doing? Children <laughs> <laughs> and so... Uh, save it. Save yeah, it. Save it. Save it. So um, they're uh, finally able to talk on the phone, and uh, they decide that they're going to try to keep this a, a secret and just, like, try to figure this out, basically. So um, his dad is a grumpy man. Her family is a lot. At one point, they both try to leave and get on trains to go home, but all the trains are canceled due to the big snows. Um, Haley stumbles upon old Christmas decorations that haven't been used since James's mom died four years ago, and so she decorates the house but realizes that the dog ran out of the house, so she goes to try to get the dog, has to climb underneath the electric fence, and naturally the neighbor with the dog accidentally shoots the dog, but the bullet just Skims the top of the dog's head. Neighbor with the gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the dog is okay. Just a little flesh wound, uh, you know. But uh, when when Dad walks in and sees the decorations and my dog has uh, blood coming from its head, uh, he gets real mad about this. Then James meets Steve, who is apparently Haley's fiancé. A fiancé, obviously, he knew nothing about. This is a big surprise to him. And so... um, they find we find out that they aren't engaged anymore. Steve's just kind of a, a, a dummy and decides he's still going to show up and like uh, you might think that we're broken up, but we're not. I'm going to I'm going to power yeah. through this thing. We'll end up together. And um, they talk on the phone and he's like, I can't believe you didn't tell me that you were engaged. And she's like, It's not so easy over here either. This is a mess. Blah blah blah. And like, let's just be done with this. They kind of leave not on great terms. She tries to leave in the snow in the middle of the night and forgets her inhaler back at the old estate. She collapses, but um, luckily dad comes to the rescue. His dad comes to the rescue um, and uh, brings the inhaler. And it's like, you, you, I, 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 you're great. Thank you. This was wonderful. Um, and then her entire family decides, you know what? On Christmas, we're all going to hop in the old ice cream truck turned turkey delivery truck. And we're going to go spend Christmas with our daughter and get you to your dad. So they all show up and Haley and James, they, they talk about it and they, they, and they kiss and they love each other. And the families uh, are, are kind of there on Christmas, and we all are better for it. And that, my friends, was your, your Christmas, Christmas or mine. We did it. That's exactly right. I'm going to take a break. Are you now? We're going to come back. We're going to break this movie down here on Deck, Deck the, the Hallmark. Hallmark. Oh, oh, hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. Um, the Monday before 
Christmas in July. Man. We'll go through this week. What's fun is we got a little, a couple tea. Like we got this, which is Christmassy. Wednesday, we got, I think, Wednesday plum pudding. We're doing a little of that. So a lot of fun, a lot of fun kind of leading into yeah. uh, Christmas in July. Yeah. But boy. Oh. Kickstart that bad boy early. Yeah. It's going to be yeah. real fun. Um, let's talk about this, though. Your Christmas or Mine, a prime original uh, from last year. A movie that I didn't really uh, hear anything about uh, on my end. Um, I don't know, Alonzo, if you had heard, but I'd love to hear your thoughts on the movie now that you've seen it. Uh, I had heard about it from Sleepy Kitty Paw, who was uh, a very much a fan of it, although her tastes and mine do not always yeah. uh, align, so I, I, I did not... Um, Get to this one until now. Rest and in peace, obviously. Rest in peace, obviously. She's not dead. Just the, 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 yes. tweet, the tweets. From the, from the Christmas hung up the, Hung up the tweet. 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 Hung up her thumb. Tweeting in paradise. I don't know. Yeah. So on this program, when we have talked about like the best that Hallmark has to offer, like the most satisfying of their Christmas movies, the most successful of their Christmas movies are are great. uh, uh, Like the highest praise that we can give those movies is borderline real movie, real movie territory. Exactly. Real movie territory. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to say that your Christmas or mine is a real movie. Let's go. I loved this so much. It is sweet and funny and snowy and, um, you know, it all works and there's great chemistry. It's really, really hard to make a successful rom-com where the two leads are separate for almost the entire movie and they stick that landing. Mm -hmm. Um, I love this thing. It's great. Uh, I'd say with the possible exception of Spirited, this is the best movie we've ever talked about on this program. Wow. Spirited. Is that the Gin Lily one? No, the oh. the the oh the Will oh Ferrell, yeah, right, Will Ferrell. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, that makes yeah, yeah, more yeah. sense. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, Brian. Why'd you have to bring spirited into this? We're having such a good time. Um, God, the Brian, snow in this movie God. is insane. Uh, like the, just the overall vibe of this movie is insane. Like this movie starts and you're falling a, a, a snowflake from the sky all the way to the ground and the snow's just flowing and you're just like great. And then you see these two kids and these little love birds are just all happy for Christmas. Immediate right out of the gate. You're like, this is something special going on here. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, and I agree along with the fact that they were apart a the whole movie. You would think that that would like it I, it almost didn't even occur to me that 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 it happened until the end and i'm like oh yeah we've done this whole thing and they've only been in like two scenes together um it's fantastic really enjoyed it um and i i uh this is i i also liked uh, something from tiffany's from prime video as well and this is another one um to add to the the rotation for me of movies from prime video that i'm going to be watching this holiday season really looking forward to watching it again dano yeah so movies like this uh are tough for me because there's so many contrivances you have to grant at the beginning like let's not talk to each other on the train or 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 what have you and like why don't i just immediately say hey i'm Haley's boyfriend i'm here like things like that having said all of that um it it 
it still really worked for me. I, I wanted to not like it because the premise was so contrived, and I still adored this movie. Um, and I, I don't count Spirited because it re- was released in the movie theaters, and I, I do think that means something. And, and I, so not including that one, I would say this is one of the only one one of these movies we've covered that I would happily watch again and probably will. Um, Asa Butterfield is great. Cora Kirk, I've never heard of Cora Kirk Shout before. Out. Never. She is wonderful in yeah. this movie. I and, and when you're apart, when the two leads are going to be apart all movie long, you have to believe that they love each other, believe in their chemistry. And man, do these two really do a good job here. Both families are fun in their own way. Um, Haley's family is a blast. It really does. The soundtrack is great. Oh, great. The snow is amazing. Cozy Christmas, good chemistry, well written, funny. Two huge thumbs up. I, I'm did just you, telling you. Did you like the movie? I love the movie. Love the movie. Oh my! Dan love the movie. Huh, huh. Take it, Alonzo. Dan like the movie. Like the movie. I gotta be honest, if you don't like this one, I do feel like you might just not like This is how I feel about you on a regular basis. (laughs) And it's great to like have you kind of on the side. It's a movie that like to the the plot is so absurd and it's been done a hundred times in sitcoms, but it, like to have an hour and a half movie where like one phone call or rental car fixes it, like typically I'm out on that in a hurry. And this movie works very well in spite of it. I really enjoyed myself. A lot oh of fun. I would show this movie to Dave White. Whoa. Whoa. The other one I really like that we've watched, I didn't get to be on the podcast because something came up. It's the one with all the storylines from Netflix. Yeah. Let it snow. They right. all, let um, it snow. Yeah. Oh, yes. I, That's a really good I, one. I, that one would probably up, be up there with this one, in my opinion, as yeah. the two best we've watched. You weren't Agreed. on that one. I wasn't. I literally, Same last of. minute, something happened. Yeah. I had to go. I don't remember yeah, what it was. Classic. Yeah, um, my, my kid got hit in the head with a golf club, I believe. Yeah, I had to go to the sure. emergency room for stitches. Whatever so, you, what you say, bud. Oh, this guy. All right. uh, it's time for all the feels. We talk about Don't what gave us homework, right? <laughs> what uh, the golf club? When, listen, it's a tale as old as time. What? Oh my gosh! Yeah, guy. you're right. Oh man, wouldn't you know it? It happened again. Gotta go. Hello. Um, hello. <laughs> The golf club. Oh, oh, oh man. Nuts. Yeah. Guys, uh, I gotta, yeah. It's time for all the feels. We're talking about what gave us those uh, Christmas feels or feels in general. Uh, Alonzo? Uh, you know, uh, scattered throughout. I, I think one of the things that I always love in a movie like this is the the uh the the let's call it the melting frost you know the people who are like grumpy and don't like christmas or are are shut off in their emotions and are sort of brought back into the world so like obviously james's dad having clearly sort of walled himself off after the death of his wife and how Haley is manages to sort of bring him out again and make him love christmas again and even like sort of reconcile him with, with the guy who turns out to be his dad um you know, so all of that stuff, I, I loved just, you know, I was just talking with somebody who had spent several Christmases in London because his sister and uh, uh, her husband were living there. And we just sort of talked about how the Chris, the, the Christmas in, in London, how they really just turn it into this lovely bauble. And I've never been and I've always wanted to. But, like, I think that's what makes a movie like Love Actually or Last Christmas so appealing is – 
the way the British have turned this holiday into just this wonderfully, you know, the spectacle, basically. And so I loved all the stuff of Haley's family and their rituals and the musical reindeer and all that stuff, you know. So, yeah, I, I had a, I had a lot of Christmas feels and I had a lot of, uh, you know, sentimental feels as well. Why is this? I, why is this snow so hard to get down on a regular basis? <laughs> like this, uh, per Wikipedia, and maybe you've heard of it. <laughs> per Wiki, Wikipedia. Uh, this movie, Pedia. this movie was filmed, uh, filmed the whole in Pedia family in August. People. Yeah, was filmed what? in August. No way. That's what it says. No was way. Filmed in no. August. Don't. Bu- I just don't buy it. It's filmed in August. That's what it says. It can't. It can't Filming be. took place in what? August of 2021. Yeah. Um, uh, at Pinewood Studios. That's what. what that's what Wiki. Wow. So Man, this is all I'm saying. Ha- I'm like Hallmark, Up, all the channels at Lifetime that are doing this thing. Figure out how much it costs and just work it into the budget because it really makes a difference. It really does. The good snow, the Christmas vibe, it's mm-hmm. impeccable, and this just knocked it out of the park. But I do want to also point out a specific line uh, that uh, that Haley said as she was talking to James's dad about uh, the Christmas decorations and why there's no Christmas decorations set up. And he's like, I just don't like all the fuss. And she says the fuss is the best part. The best bit. Darn, darn tootin' it is. Yeah. The yeah. fuss is the best. I loved it. It gave me all the Christmas feels. It's not often you, you I watch one of these movies and say amen, hallelujah. So, uh, yeah, I love that. I love that a lot. Dana? Yeah, when she decorates James's house, those decorations really worked for me. Mm. Like, yeah, you know, yes. uh, you know, Haley's house, Christmas just kind of threw up everywhere, and that's all well and good, and that's fun, and everybody loves the matching outfits and robes and blah, blah, blah. But these kind of, like, decorations that have been sitting in this basement for four years, and she somehow, against all odds, decorates a chandelier by herself. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. <laughs> it looks great. It looks homey and cozy and really, really good, and it's one of the few decorating montages that I thought served a purpose in these movies. So, that was my feels and uh, i believe that they were like the mom's decorations yes. and yeah. they weren't just bought at ross you correct know? yeah 100 yeah. yeah it felt true to that specific like place for sure like it felt yeah. like it fits which was wonderful uh let's take a quick break we'll come back and we'll see if we can uh grab any wait what and the pri- pri- prime the pump here on deck to hallmark <laughs> Prime time? Prime time. Uh, Let's get to Wait What first when we talk about what in this movie made us go Wait What. It's a movie all three of us really enjoyed and thought was really well done. Are there any Wait Whats to be found? Let's find out. Alonzo. I don't have a ton. I mean, you know, this movie is sort of set up on a series of contrivances, but I think they do a pretty good job of establishing them. Like the fact that James is somebody who is a little on the – shy and introverted side, I believe that he would be talked over so much by Cora's family that he wouldn't be able to like, uh, you know, or by, sorry, by Haley's family that he wouldn't be able to get it out in time. And then by the time that they, you know, they talk on the phone and she's like, don't tell them anything. Um, Cause I do love the fact that I, I think one of the great things about this movie is, you know, yeah, you have the, the central premise of oops, we went to each other's houses, but also 
oops, there's all this stuff about each other that That's we right. shared with each other that we're now going to learn outside of each other's company. You know, um, my one real wait, what here is luggage? Yeah. Like, is anyone carrying a suitcase ever in this yeah. movie? Like, yeah. you know, did they check it on the train and it went to the wrong place or should they have a backpack? Like there's not a lot of luggage for people going home for Christmas. That's kind of all I got. Wow. Uh, yeah, I don't have a ton either. I did. Um, the fact that they don't know so much about each other, but they do know like, like an address or enough information to at least walk in the right direction to ask for like, he's like, yeah, okay, I'll start going in the general direction of where her house is. And then just kind of figure it out. He might even have the address. I think hers, hers is a lot more like, Hey, do you know where this person lives? But I think he has an address. So doesn't know she's engaged or was engaged. engaged. Does have the old address just handy dandy, which I think is really nice. Um, the whole hey, I'm giving you this present, and her opening it up on the the uh, train, only to find another layer of wrapping paper underneath it with a note that says, "Can you at least wait until you get home?" Bold. is really really nice. But also, there's no way I'm not still tearing it open. I would have missed it. I would have missed the note. Yeah, yeah. I would have got. I, I'm just like, who's like, and pull that out. Oh, there's more wrapping paper. This is so nice. No, I'm I'm full clump uh, pulling off the wrapping paper, right? That's how most people do that? No, that's you. That's me. No, that's I think most people want to enjoy that gift a little bit more, especially if it's from their like loved one. Really? They're probably going to. You take your time that. opening presents? Um. I mean, now that I'm 39 years old, Bran, yeah, I do. I don't, I don't really What's the open point? like it's a Red Ryder BB gun. What's the point? To open the present and enjoy the experience of the gift someone took a lot of time What's, to what, think about what do you, it. To what give do you, you, no, you are enjoying You're getting to it. Part of that is the wrapping of the gift. You want your wife to take time opening your wrapping. I don't, I don't wrap gifts for my wife. My wife gets gifts I, in a gift bag. D- different. I can't wrap what? gifts. What? You take your time opening presents? I don't. It's, Brian, There's. you think there's two options, first or fifth gear. Here. Yeah. There isn't. 100%. There's something lower than fifth gear. I don't believe it. If yeah. I may, All right, the, the whole thing of that moment is to show how well he knows her that she would immediately, it is. you know, it is. Tear into it. so I would say that it's somebody in a relationship with Bran who knows his, you wouldn't pull that on no, me. That's exactly wouldn't. right. That's what they would, would do. They would have a box under the paper. You would open the box and then inside of that would be another wrapped gift with the note taped to it saying, stop now. Yeah. You lunatic with the gifts yeah. this is for later so i think it, it's all about gauging it for the person to show how well you know them yeah that's so sweet that there's people out there that i've not slow. i've not writ, torn into wrapping paper on christmas morning since i was a child brand. i was gonna say we usually by the after the age of 10 brand most of us are a little yeah more how do you but open you it up i don't understand you how you can open it up without wrapping paper off how how do you do that without ripping it there was a box i understand that so you the box it? has two layers no, of paper she ripped open a pa- uh, the, the, right? the paper there was a box he opened up the box there was another wrapping inside of it also, if you're I didn't notice train, that. Yeah. I thought it was a layer of wrapping paper that she like unfolded, and then it was also wrapped underneath that. No, no, no. There was, there was a, something That makes separate. more sense okay. to me. All right. I'm also, just... I think if you're on a train, you're going to be a little more grandma and like untaping the paper so that you can then fold it and wad it up as opposed to like, wah, 
you know. Yeah, also no for me on that. But listen, we're (laughs) all our own people. We're all our own people. I'm finding out so much about people. This is so helpful. Most of us us adults aren't children. Yeah, but I think that we are. I think everybody's just kidding themselves. Um, I did get a, 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 a hoot out of this uh, uh, inflatable Santa yeah. that scares the heck out of them. Yeah. Um, that I don't know if how motion activated it is, but it is somewhat motion activated. The first time, it just pops up and goes, ho, 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 and which is terrifying. Um, later on, it's a little bit more subtle, but I don't know. That's uh, that's scary stuff. It is what I can only describe as a haunted house Santa Claus. It's a haunted house Santa Claus. It is there, and it is completely deflated, and then yeah. once it senses your motion, full inflation lights up and yells at I, you. I can get behind this, though, because this is a Santa that you can put up before Halloween, and it still works. <laughs> That's nice. It's it's a it's a nice seasonal transitional Santa inflatable transition. That's great. Did, did, did you guys see the movie Unaccompanied Minors? I yeah. have seen it. There's a there's a running joke where Terry Gar's character has such aggressive Christmas decorations, including the Santa that like pops out of a chimney when people walk by that it actually frightens people. I so love I, it. I, I respect that level of commitment. Yeah. Dana. Uh, yeah. So I do uh, think that they did a good job covering up these, some of these contrived plot points. I, I think you're asking a lot for two people from a trust standpoint. When they walk in the house, they don't immediately say their name or how they know the person who owns the house. They don't say any of that immediately and they get a phone call. And though both of them, their phone call is, Please don't tell my parents that I'm dating you. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you, listen, I love you. Wanted to spend Christmas with you. You're the love of my life. But do not tell my loved ones that I'm dating you. Don't do it. And both sides, I guess, are so worried about their side finding out exactly that they just go with it. They yeah, just go, go with this if idea. One, if one person says that, then it's a violation of trust. If you're both saying <laughs> it, right. then clearly you've got things it's, going on. There's still and, trust and, issues. <laughs> I'll say as much as Haley's family is talking over James, like Haley is, of course, what is this house? Who are these people? Like she's, I think immediately kind of intimidated as well. And so that buys enough time of her silence to make that. The Haley one was easier for me to buy because this is also, which I think we've not mentioned like explicitly yet, kind of a secret Royal movie. Yeah. Uh, Because, (laughs) yeah, because I mean that I buy, she's like, who are these people? Housekeeper, what's going on? This guy is like in the Royal family. Oh my goodness. Whereas, the way that they explain uh, Asa Butterfield, I don't remember his name now in the movie. James. Uh, James. His Hubert, yeah, James. Hubert James. That's right. Hubert James not saying anything is, is he tells these two kids his name is Geely in the street. <laughs> and so he has to stick with that because they live there. And so. Well, no, but he doesn't even said like it, it, it's again, this sort of a compounding misunderstanding where no one gets that his name isn't Gillet, but he's not. He's like, he never so many times they look like, at him and they uh, no. and they say it and he's just like he I mean, does yeah. try to correct them a lot I, and they don't give him the time. Yeah, he but is he, a stammerer of the Hugh Grant. Yes. He, oh my goodness! Now we're just making. Stuff I will up. say this is an interesting, <laughs> an interesting couple that it like knows 
so much about each other, but they also, both of their relationships in a sense are built off of lies. Like, Hey, there's bad, there's lying in both of their backstories. I understand. To get there. I'm not, look, I'm not here. Well, I am exactly here to rank lies in order of terrible. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Five. uh, No, I've just got two. One. Two. Saying that you're like not telling your significant other that you're secretly a part of the Royal family. I think that's fairly common in these movies. And it's something that you're trying, if you're, especially since you dodged out of the school you're supposed to be in like that one was like, okay, yeah, I, I would still trust you want to be loved for you looking if you love this person not say, because you're 30th in line for the throne like no exactly but you, but for Haley to have broken off an engagement and at some point in their relationship not have been like I was engaged he wasn't right for me uh and, you know you would think that that would come up at some point and not that long ago yeah well, okay, but now now you've you've opened a whole path of of inquiry here, which is is this? I saw them live, by the way. So good, uh, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so many questions at the end, though. Uh, <laughs> is this the first Christmas that, that that they have hit as a couple? In other words, like, did they meet at the beginning of the school year in like August, September ish, and now it's December? Or have they been together for a while? I'm just because- understanding their love to be at a point where they want to spend the holidays with each other. And that is right. the point where you've told and, but they each other about your previous relationships, in my in my estimation, I guess. Fair, fair. But maybe I'm wrong. Um, most of... Uh, oh, my other one before I get to this whole dog running away thing, which is the rest of mine. Uh, the only other thing I have is... And I know in England... It, taking the train is your mode of transportation. Hip, hip. Um, I understand that. I understand hip, hip. that Haley is in the middle of the country all and has no, these are all really good. Is uh, uh, <laughs> has no phone. Another anyone know where the ball caught is. Uh, and so she is stuck, but uh, James is in the middle of a big city and there are other ways of getting around that aren't the train. And I just, I understand rental cars aren't something as readily available in England. But I also feel like at the end, they're just like, hey, why don't we all take a car out to the country? Why, what, what, like at some point, especially after he hears that Haley's engaged to Steve, is he not finding with all of his infinite royal wealth a car and driving back back home. I, I like that was the one part of this movie that I was like, that doesn't that that doesn't check out to me. Is he would have found a way home that wasn't on a train? In my opinion, well, he also leaves his phone behind. Oh, he does. <laughs> That's true. Her house, and I think by the time he comes back, I think that was his intent when he left. But then he has to go back for the phone, and then I, he's I guess like, when they go know, to the train station the first time, and every train is canceled. This is before yeah. Steve. I but, see what you're saying, but I'm like, at that point, he's just going to go rent a car. Like he's getting yeah. home. He's like, I got look, Haley's there. I got to find her. I got to get there. That was right. the one that I, I you know, now. uh a big part of this movie is this dog runs away and she goes and chases this dog climbs under a questionable electric fence. Um, it's, uh, wobbly. Like I've seen some electric fences. None of them are held together by tape that have slack in them. They're all very taut and, and this, and then we think it doesn't work, but it does work. But my big question is, is, at what point, and maybe I missed this in the movie, at what point does she open the front door to let the dog out? 
to get the tree to drag the tree. Oh, into she does the room. drag. I asked mm-hmm. you, you didn't know. I, I thought it was to get the decorations, but okay. then I was still working through it. Yeah. She drags one of the trees at the front door into the yeah. room to decorate it and leaves the okay. door. That's open. right. I didn't see that part. She climbs under this wobbly handmade electric fence that's not connected to anything and then this dude comes up and fires his gun and we see the dog lying there as though he's been killed and it turns out that the bullet just grazed the dog and the dog is well enough to go and he just got this weird red mark on his face i don't (laughs) know if you saw that later on and it's like we'll have the bullet graze this dog then the dog can still hunt for Haley, and it will just spray paint a little red on the dog (laughs) so that you know that we know that the dog was shot earlier it does feel like they wanted to kill the dog and they just couldn't do (laughs) it like they got the they got the set that day we're like guys we can't do it we can't do it (laughs) Just graze the head. <laughs> they know they need the dog later. They couldn't kill the dog. <laughs> that's all I've got. There's the whole Act Three asthma, you know, inhaler. Yeah, that's the part about this that was exceedingly British. Like every every British movie has to have someone dying in it. Even Christmas <laughs> movies. It's like, well, we're celebrating the good good like tidings of Christmas and the cozy. But what if someone almost dies? It's like every single one, man. Well, it's Jesus on- has come, but asthma still exists. That's right. Amen. It's it's the ongoing influence of four weddings and a funeral, you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> or the one, the uh, last Christmas, or uh, what Christmas, Christmas number, number one. one. Like it doesn't like uh, they're all like it Christmas is what it number is. one. They kill a little girl. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler. Uh, well, we. I mean, we, yeah, yeah, we on this show. Yeah. Sure. I'm not saying I start from the middle and just go right. Ra- like there's go a ri- there's a rhyme or re- like I go from the ends. I pull it and then I just rip. I think you're in damage control right now. Bro. No, I'm you just are. saying. You're, just, you're trying to make it. You rip it. You what, rip do, what do you do? Do you bust out a letter opener? No, I just slowly okay. open so, so the walk, gift. But what does that mean? I start in the middle where I see a seam and I pull to rip it off. I just don't do it fast. Like I'm not like right. But what I, I'm not. I don't do it fast. I'm just saying I'm not gonna do it one layer at a time. I grab it by the end and I just pull it. Great. You just push them. Just push them. That's all I'm saying. I'm not, try- I'm not going nuts, though. I'm just... Okay. Yes, you I'm are. Not yes, do- you are. Yeah, well, yes, apparently I am. <laughs> yeah. I thought what I did was normal, but you guys are out here going, it's kind of open project. Once again, there's somewhere in between. Nope. No, there's those not. Those two things. There that is, is not. normal people live. No, no. Yes, it is. Why don't you go read a library book? <laughs> Got them. Oh... Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's get to prime time. It's where we uh, talk about any questions that we still have that we'd like some answers to. Alonzo, uh, tell me about it. Um, you know, I would like to think that there is nothing but but rosy, happy times ahead for this couple. But I also know about the ongoing history of the British, yeah. you know, class system and racism. And I just don't know how long before the Earl of Gloucester says or does something really inappropriate and really just condescending to this lovely uh, mixed race family. So <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm hoping for the best. But preparing for the worst. Yeah, yeah. and, and we're, I think we're going to get to find out. Uh, producer Aaron says that we There's have a, a sequel, sequel coming. Ooh, yeah. goody. Okay. So there you go. Um, so I I appreciate that, hey, we have this ice cream truck. <laughs> you can't sell ice cream all year. Let's find some other stuff for this to be useful. Uh, I just want to know the origin of getting to, like, 
the turkey, the turducken, the turducken. Turducken has got a Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin in there. Donuts. <laughs> it's a bunch of uh, munchkins in there. Um, That's a Massachusetts. How do you? How do you? How did he? How did he get there? As, uh, like, what's the progression of? All right, we can't do ice cream anymore. What's next? Uh, 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 Turkey, birds, poultry, poultry of, of different assortments. I just want to know how he got there, Dano. Yeah, um, I wanted to see the scene that apparently is on the cutting room floor or nowhere, where Steve comes clean to the family. I think that would be considering the the caricature that is Steve. I think it would have been fascinating for that guy who seems like a pure Marvel villain who, like, <laughs> do, you know, says fake things on the phone, doesn't let James even talk to her. All of a sudden, James walks out the door and he becomes, like, just as like, hey, I got to be honest with you guys. I, like... I want to see that scene. I want to see how it played out. I want to see if he's actually sincere and genuine or if he's the worst person in the world. That would be mine. Fair. Fair. We did it, everybody. Congratulations. Uh, Next week, uh, we're heading to what I think was originally just on Tubi. Now it's anywhere and everywhere that you want to find it. Mm -hmm. It's uh, Christmas at the Holly Hotel. And this was a listener recommendation. Yes. We got it, we got it submitted to us and said, hey, I think you, this will be a, a hoot. And this will be our first Christmas in July, George. Yes. It will be our first movie for Christmas in July. What better way to right. celebrate July And in third. two and a half weeks, Alonzo, we'll be seeing you in person. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. That's right. The fest. Amazing. I can't wait. Uh, until next time, maybe the first to wish you a Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast is produced by Aaron Shea. What? For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on the Deck the Hallmark family, you can go to bramblejamplus.com. Deck the Hallmark is presented by Philo TV. For a free trial of Philo, go to philo.tv slash DTH. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here in the old studio. Thanks for listening or don't listen. It's really up to you at this point. It's at the end of the show. I mean, you're listening to me. Hi. But here they come. I promise they're coming. Yep. Here they are. Happy day.